properties are cozy and snugged. We own many properties. Why is that important? Because that's one way how to make money. And that's one way how to feed your family. I love it. Good job. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. It's Blackwall Podcast. I'm your uh, your host, your your guide through this transmission. Today we got an extremely special guest. This guy is a smart brother. Once again, extremely educated. He's a civil engineer by trade. Um, and I came across him online because he's a what he says is a semi-professional poker player, but he's made over $100,000 doing it. So as my mama would say, he gets paid for it. That makes him a pro, right? So I'm going to say, for all intents and purposes, in our circle, in our community, in our culture, this mo- ooh, can't curse in front of the first two minutes. You almost call me. But this guy, Tony G, is a G, okay? He's a professional poker player. And he's going to talk to us about how he used the game of poker as his hustle to then turn around and invest. But he still kept his nine to five job, y'all. So this is going to be a great, great story because I want to know a lot about this guy. So everybody, I want you to open up your hearts and your ears to Mr. Tony G. Great intro. Great intro. I love it. Yeah, well, you know, I try Um, to give people their flowers, Tony. You should get that. Yeah, so I see you got that Jamaican flag in the background. Oh, yeah. I, I'm building my wall of accolades. I don't want to do too much with it. I, I am Jamaican. I, I don't know if you know anything about that. I am an alpha. So I, lo- I love to uh, throw those in the background so people know and and uh, know that people of color and people you know of Caribbean descent and their, their black Greek life are trying to do big things. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my cousin, who was my first ever guest, who's a real estate agent in New York, he's a uh, Jamaican, his mom's side. So um, okay, that okay. that hardworking uh, Caribbean follow through and um, work ethic and family dynamic is well appreciated and celebrated here. So I uh, want to give you guys your flowers uh, for the bricks that you put on the black wall as a culture and a nation. So let's get to the goods, my friend. Talk to me about this poker situation because you were just telling me a little bit before we got on that your story is that you have this great career and this great uh, mathematical science blend, if you will, of a career and mind, Mm -hmm. and you decide to get into poker back in 2019, and you wind up winning a lot of money. So the story really goes back further than that. I, I went to uh, UMass and to uh, UMass Amherst, the zoo, as they will say. Oh and my I, God! Yeah. So you did a lot of <laughs> beer funneling and drinking. So I know UMass Amherst, sir. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, all right. See, I know, I know that one for real. Shout out to all my people out in Massachusetts. You know who you are. You guys know. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you went to school with a yeah. bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I, we partied, but you know, again, I, I joined uh, the, the fraternity early, and the black 
organizations kind of try to stick the scholarship and mm. you know uplifting the community and doing you know events in the community so don't get us wrong we did party right but know, if you did the but, same level of partying uh, as your white counterparts you're getting arrested period point blank keep exactly, it real exactly exactly so uh but again we we you know to get that funding and to you know try to uh I don't want to say build relationships, but yeah, build relationships with some of the other organizations, including the white organizations. They, uh, we, we took part in this thing called Greek, Greek, uh, what was it? Greek week. And, and throughout the week we competed in different events and stuff. And, okay. Okay. Uh, so cultural and, building. Yeah. 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 So it was cool. And it was actually at the time they said no, uh, black organizations had joined Greek week and like, 40 years or something, just some crazy stat. <laughs> Not surprising in New England. Joined, yeah, as soon as we joined, we uh, we won it. And we were joined like a couple other white frats. Long story short, after, uh, to transition into the poker side of things, after the Greek week, we were still pretty uh, cool. We got some of the white frats and mm-hmm. come to find out they had a poker game. Mm. And I, at the time, was a civil engineer and I was learning you know, all this, you know, different, different types of math. And, um, I was like, let me, let me play some poker in high school. I played a little bit. Right. Right. And most people don't know that cards on a high level is high math in real time. Correct. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I don't want people thinking it's just like, uh, you know, card shark in the back alley with your grandpa and, uh, and your drunk uncles playing horseshoes and cards. This ain't it. This ain't the family uh, spades game. This is real shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's basic math goes a long way in poker as well. It's not, you know, we're not doing, you know, calculus or trigonometry or anything too crazy, but uh, basic math can get advanced. It just depends on how far you want to dive into the game, you know, what level you want to go. And there's so much information out there which you can learn. But long st- so to get back to the story, I was able to get into these games because we participated in this Greek week. So this goes to show, you know, networking don't exactly network with whoever. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are. Who right. Are. Right. And, and that um, goes both ways. Exactly. And, and, um, I was able to get into this game and I started crushing in the game. So I remember, and my father had this book, so I, this poker book. So I went home and this is like, the. <laughs> And I got this book from him, and I started reading it. Wait, 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 wait. Tony G, Tony G, I'm gonna have to slow you down, my brother. No, 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 no. Why are you skipping the most important part? What's this? How much was the buy-in for the first game with the white boys? Oh, okay. Um, it was. These are small games back in college. I want to say. We put like a hundred bucks on the table. We were playing like one dollar, two dollars. Right, right. You and, know, and, and did you win the first day, or did they clean you up? Um, the first day, I can't remember. It was it was so long. Oh. I know long term, long term. I I crushed them though. Like, right, right. Time. I remember there was some nights that I was walking right away there with a couple of grand, you know, in college. So. Okay, so you kept going back to the game after you read the book from kept your going dad. Back to the game. Yeah, so this book was like the Bible of poker. It's called Super System. Anybody, and it's pretty old. Maybe it's, I wouldn't say it's outdated, but it's about a thousand pages deep. And once, as I was reading this, I was getting better and I was playing in those games. And, they and what's it called again? I'm sorry. I think that. I missed that. The, the poker book? Yeah. 
super system. Super system. Okay. So for all you yeah, people out there want to learn a little something? Yeah. So I read that, got better, and started crushing, and then college ended, and I went into the <laughs> into the workforce and kind of forgot about poker for a little bit. You know, I had kids and, you know, a whole life I was mm-hmm. poor for a while. I, don't lie. I was walking to work for a good amount of time. And okay, then, so you was um, at the grind stage. Yeah, at the grind stage for sure. And around 2018, 2017, I started um, started playing poker online. And I met this guy at this um, bar one time. He's like, hey, we play, we play poker at, um, at my buddy's house. And so I started playing there. Okay, so more and, networking. Uh, you know, more networking and this guy uh that ran the game would always go up to Foxwoods every year. He would bring all these there was like fifteen of us that would play. They would go up to Foxwoods and they would play in these tournaments and uh they were like, Hey, you wanna come with us? And I was like, Hey, sure, why not? I used to play back in college. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And uh and and so and and I lost once or twice going up. Actually I, I remember I only lost I lost one and then we came back up for the because the first one was like a ticket to get into mm-hmm. the World Series in Vegas, Vegas, and I ended up losing that. So I didn't play for like a year, but I kept playing it for the home game. And so then we went again in 2019, but it wasn't a World Series; it was just like a a tournament. And the guys that were going with me, they're all they were way older than me at the time, so they just bought in. It was like a $600 buy-in mm-hmm. to, to play in this thing. And so I couldn't afford it, but I just went up there with them just, just to play. And they're like, Hey, um, Hey, you could, there's like a satellite you can play in. It's like a hundred bucks. You can play in it. Okay. If you, the, the, if you play in this tournament and you win, you get the $600 ticket to go into the, into the next tournament, into the tournament that my buddies are playing. So I'm like, Hey, I'll, I'll so you that. got in where so you I fit in. Winning. Exactly. So anybody that's trying to play poker on, you know, play on TV, you don't have to up the big bucks right away there's these things called satellites that you can look into and you can try to get into a get into the bigger tournaments okay so, so see, I, I think that's what, it, what what i what i really think is important and i like to highlight when i talk to people is that i think that what investors have in common especially investors of color is that we do certain things innately and we don't realize it right so what you just described was the process of networking sourcing information going along as call it an apprentice if you will because you had no no intention of joining the tournament you really went to see the process and to be a part of it and then you saw an opportunity to get in right that was at your price point now you easily could have said no i'm not going to waste that hundred bucks i'm not really that good haven't played in a while i'm just here to support you guys right you could easily did that and no one would have thought different but something in your mind that makes you the hustler, the investor, right, said, no, take that shot. And that's what I want people to highlight within themselves is, you know, if you think like that. And if you think like that, there's a good chance you'll be good at investing. Right. So I just want to highlight that for our people. You can go ahead, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something like we we try to find a bargain. <laughs> no, 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 no. And and that's and that's exactly why I'm doing this podcast because I think that is what society sometimes wants to short sell us so we don't yeah. understand the power that we're actually wielding without knowing. Because that's an investment mind. And that same mind right there given a fair playing field and fair opportunity 
is what they're looking for in every boardroom of Fortune 500 companies. So that's why I wanted okay. to stop and point it out. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll have to, well, I guess we'll, I was going to say we don't have to talk more, but I guess we're, we're talking. We're talking right, right now. now, sir. I just wanted to give <laughs> you your flowers. This is part of it. There's so much greatness that happens with us. We, we don't notice it. And that's what I'm here to do is point that out. You're somebody who's a civil engineer whose side hustle is poker. I've talked to people who do other things, but the common thread is that investor mindset. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so I bought in for this hundred dollars, and I only had two hundred bucks to my name. Well, I shouldn't say to my name <laughs> that I brought up there. That I right. To, to gamble with, and um, I kept. I figured I'd keep a hundred and uh, play enough, play with a hundred, and I turned that hundred into a six hundred dollar ticket, and then somehow I turned that hundred dollars, a six hundred dollar ticket, into fifty grand, mm. and. Uh, mm. Slowly watched all my buddies that I came with go home, and somehow I ended up at the final table. And I mean, if you really want, the, really want the flowers here. Oh the, wow! Okay, so I'm looking at the trophy, y'all. Y'all can't see this, but he's showing it to me. Wow. Okay, so this is verified. No cap. No cap. So I'll send you. I'll make sure I send you the uh, the video. Yeah, I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it. Okay, yeah, and then like three months later, I did it again. And then COVID hit, so I bought a house and bought my girl a car, set my life straight, you know, moved out out my crappy situation. And so that was that was so exactly bad. what I was going to ask you: is what did you do with the money? So you you bought a house. So obviously, first thing you did is you 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 found out that you owed money on taxes. With that, that was the first thing you figured oh, out. Absolutely right. Absolutely. So yes, you figured no, out that hundred thousand is really uh, seventy thousand. Yep less than that like 60 ish yeah 65 ish not getting in your pockets but i want to i want to let everybody know that that's the first thing that you got to think about yeah because you because also if you uh win out of state that's you know two states are trying to dip their hands so connecticut was trying to get you and massachusetts i'm assuming yeah yeah exactly so you got past the tax man Yep, yep. I just recommend anybody that wins big, just pay the taxes right there in the casino. They'll ask you, um, don't do like I did and, and defer it. <laughs> I'm all paid up now, but they were hounding me for a while. Lesson and alert, lesson true. alert, lesson alert. Tony G paid yep. it for y'all, so don't make the same mistake. <laughs> pay the taxes immediately. I agree. Immediately. Okay, so then now you got this money and you say, got house time. House time, got to buy a house. I was living, I was living in an apartment, which was terrible. You know, I, I realized I need to, you know, start building, building for my family, building some generational wealth. So and, that's what I did, and yeah. But, and then, so I started playing poker online, and I realized that poker online. I mean, I was doing well actually at first, but there's there's so many stories to tell. But long story short, po- online poker is. Is, isn't great to play because depending on which club or which site you play on, but a lot of it's rigged. There's, there's bots and stuff like that. So I kind of mm. strayed away from. Yes, yeah, there's the AI came there. for you. Yeah, definitely. But um, so I strayed away from that, and before we started the podcast, which I'll get to, I started Gear of Gamble. So you'll see all the Gear of Gamble stuff. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the first thing I made was this was this hat. Okay, okay. So, Gear of Gamble, where can the people get that out? 
HeroGamble.com. Plug it up, brother. Plug it up. Yeah, sir, yes, sir. And, um, yeah, did well for my first year as we started, uh, we started January of last year and, um, was doing well. Family and friends were supporting, but really I, I didn't want to keep spending out of pocket to try to do this business. So mm-hmm. we're looking at grants and stuff and we're looking at, um, possibly loans if the grants don't work. Uh, but really the, the first year was just trying to build and get content to create ads and stuff like that. Right. But I think we're there now. We've, uh, we've got enough material. So we're going to start pushing the brand. And now we started the podcast to help that avenue. Right. So when we start our paid ads, hopefully things will start booming. Also, I also, you know, I do this to highlight different investors and different brands and entrepreneurs because I think that as black and brown people, sometimes we think we're on an island by ourselves being successful. And yeah. you'd be surprised this podcast is listened all across the world. Um, from India to Brazil to America, I've been shocked, right? And I think it's really important that we're open to helping each other. So if there's anybody out there that has a skill set that can help blow this brand up, help this man take his clothing line to the next level, reach out. Absolutely. It's an amazing story. I mean, think about it. You took a $100 ticket and you bought a house and started a, a clothing brand with it. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, right? God is good, but also your mind is great. And you put those two things together and you came up with something really special. So now you've been, you've branched out. You're, you're still playing poker. Obviously you started the podcast and you've also started this clothing brand and you're still a father, right? Correct. And so what gives you the hunger in your stomach to do all this? Because at the end of the day, you have a great job. You have a career that, that most people would just sit back and, and just work, right? Right, right. But again, like I said, uh, there's a lot of variance in, in poker. Not everybody can do what I do. There's a lot of, of one-hit wonders like, I, like me, but the majority, the vast majority of people are losing. <laughs> you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then... And that number goes way up if you're playing online. Um, so what people have done, even the successful ones, they realize that once they win a lot of money, they either retire right away, like you're saying, or they invest that money into, you know, into the stock market, into companies, into, into brands, into other poker players that are coming up to try to, you know, capitalize on them. Mm. Expand their money. Yeah. Okay, so almost create like a stable. Because I've heard of that, like where they yeah. bankroll people to go in and they take a p- portion of the winnings if the player wins. Exactly, yeah. They become like the angel investor of poker. So so are you trying to get into that role or are there any black brothers that are that are angel investors that fund black poker teams or is this still a very much good old boy network? So that's that's kind of what I think the, the podcast is, is kind of aiming to achieve. I don't want to say we want to be a, uh, so there's, so there's, there's sites that like, there's a site called Ustake and it's a, it's like a public site where you're able to, uh, put up, sell your action basically. So if there's a $500 tournament that you want to play in, yeah. So if there's a $500 tournament that you want to play in, you go on there, you, you make a profile, you say, Hey, I'm playing the $500, I'm selling half of it and anybody can come to it. But 
the problem, I shouldn't even say it's a problem, but the, obviously the site that's, that's doing all this is taking a little bit of a cut. Right. Um, so, and, and honestly, I, the black poker community is so small anyways, I don't even think they would, they would know about this, um, necessarily. Uh, and if they do, uh, I would think that most of them are like in Michigan where the, so there's, I know you don't know too much about it. So right now in the United States, there's only six, uh, states that are, uh, that can play regulated poker, like legal, legally play poker. Okay. It's like Michigan, Nevada, um, there's like six of them. But right. Massachusetts is not one of them. Um, so uh, the rest of the United States has to play on unregulated sites that are like across seas. So you go to right. like America's EU, which is out of Europe. So, you know. It gets shady at that at point. Yeah, exactly. Call it what it is. It gets so, shady. Because I've even yeah. known, just from a financial background, they've seized some of these uh, sites' monies where the players can't get any money out. It's completely seized. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the constantly, they're just sending people money back, like saying, Hey, here's $15. You know, we were, we were a victim of a bot scam. You know, right. we were affected. Here's so $15. buyer beware on this crazy shit. Yeah. But again, look up the six states that are, that are illegal because those sites are official sites. and There is not going to be. So you mentioned how small the black poker community is. Is that on a professional level or is these more back, you know, room card games or what are we talking here? Uh, I mean, I would say a professional level or trying to be at a professional. The the line of professional to semi-professional is a little, is a little murky. You know, they say that poker is the only sport where a professional and an amateur can play at the same Right, same time, same table. Yeah, exactly. So, as long as you have the money, you can sit with Bill Ivey, you know. Right. Uh, But I I think there's a lot of my, I shouldn't even just limit it to black poker players, but like minorities in general, there's a lot of us, especially if you include the Asians. But if you're just looking at like Spanish and black, I would say there's, you know, 30%, we're 30% of the field, I would say, but. It's just, do we have a, a platform to to create that community? You know, right, and that's you know, what you're cultivating right now. Like, that's what, exactly, that's what I'm trying to. And, and not only that, it's really we're trying to get the unheard stories out because I had a situation where I got scammed and mm. nobody, <laughs> nobody, because the, the person that scammed me was a big organization, it, you know, nobody, they're just like, oh, everybody gets scammed on the site, but I got scammed for a lot, you know. And so, what did you do? You just took the loss? Yeah, basically took the loss. I didn't want to look like the guy that's just, you know, whistleblowing saying that, you know, because there's no way to prove right now that there's bots, you know, out there or if somebody's playing with a bot because what they can <sighs> do is and they can play on one computer, but they can, uh, use another computer to, to basically lock a different network and everything. Right. So there's no way to really prove somebody's cheating. You can you can accuse them, but then, and people accuse people all the time, but as, especially as the black person accuses somebody, everybody's just going to roll their eyes and look the other way. You know? Well, so this I, is why we need to build our own stuff. I mean, I think that, exactly. I think that sometimes we forget that a lot of these games, um, 
and social activities are meant to make business deals, poker games, golf, tennis. They're not about the sport. These guys know that they're never going pro racquetball, you know, the list goes on, but it's a, it's a way to, to not so subtly, subtly segregate themselves to a different room to make decisions that other people are going to have to live with later. And I feel like we need to just start our own. And if that means that there needs to be a black world series of poker, I, I mean, we got enough people that I know personally in Atlanta that are millionaires that would make that happen as far as space and uh, getting the sponsors to put stuff. So man, fuck the, the idea of wanting them to recognize us. That's my whole point. Like I have no desire for that. My thing is, is the system is working exactly how they designed it. We need to design our own system, my brother. So I agree. I think that should be the goal really is to start our own black poker series and tournament. Well, I don't know about necessarily money is money, man. You know, there's no call it a money, but we absolutely should be trying to, I don't know. Money is money. Money is money. But there is something to be said. See, this is what, this is the thing. The masters, for example, right? They own that whole golf course. They have a whole Mm -hmm. thing that uh, the whole city of Augusta revolves around it. It's not the only golf tournament on the PGA Mm -hmm. tour, but there is a space where those old rules and regulations and those old systems will be fostered. So I'm not saying that if you play in the black world series of poker that you wouldn't play in every other tournament, but there should be somewhere where it's a tournament that's given by people that look like us and white players. If they want to come play, let them play. I mean, what's it? It's no, you see what I'm saying? But it, I do think it's important, right? That there is a place in every where that we frequent money that we have our own. That's not crazy talk. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Even if the and game was five, I think it's crazy talk. right? <laughs> even if it was five businessmen that just put up a thousand dollars each and just sat around in Atlanta, Georgia, just talking. Imagine the different ideas and camaraderie and joint ventures that come from that. Yeah. So yeah. it's not. It, it, it's like it ain't about segregating ourselves from the other dollar. It's about protecting. And fostering and watering our dollar. Our dollar, exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That that I that do. is a huge difference. Yeah. So that's I why I'm it. saying I'm encouraging you, my brother. You're doing this. You're on the right path. But take it all the way. I'm expecting yeah. updates on you throwing the first black poker tournament. I'm holding <laughs> you to that. Awesome. I think that's fair. Oh, man. If you can go and buy a hundred dollar ticket and win fifty thousand twice, you can start your own Parker tournament. Am I saying something crazy? I like. I mean, you're not. I like it. We're gonna have to make this happen. I'm building the community now, so I don't see why not. Yeah, because I just interviewed a guy who, my boy Andre Payne, he builds houses. He's a black developer. Oh yeah. And I did the research. Okay. There's only ten percent of the home builders in this whole nation are black. Okay, so so what does he exactly do? Because I'm a civil engineer, so I he I literally he's he's a developer. He buys the land, gets the contractors. Does, I just did an interview with him. Uh-huh. Shout out Andre Payne. We built the city's name okay. of the episode. You know, so okay. so this is my point: is that we're all out there, 
And part of the design is to make you think that you're the only smart, smart black guy. And then I think I'm the only smart black guy. And then Andre thinks he's the only one, but we're all doing this together. And the minute one of us raises our hand and says, Hey, I need help, but I want somebody to help me. That looks like me. Mm -hmm. That's when the game's going to change. Right. Mm -hmm. The first people that should show up to help us are people that look like us. I'm not yeah. saying anything crazy. It's not, not, but I love it. I mean, I've I really been thinking about this too, and, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but there's been some really successful black poker players, and I'm just like, that, like, really successful. Man, fuck all that, man. Done. This is, a, yeah, no, yeah, I don't play yeah, that. Yeah. You say their uh, name if yeah. you want to say it. If you don't, you don't. But uh, my podcast, we don't we don't duck no smoke. Oh no! Nah, it, it, I mean, everybody knows who it is. Phil Ivey is the, the guy, but and everybody loves him. I love him. You know, he inspired tons of black people to play. But I just felt like he should be. He should have been the guy to make that black. Uh, and he's still he's still alive, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. then he's got fucking time. I'm expecting to see oh. Phil Ivey. Having a clinic teaching some young black boys and girls how to play poker for no other reason so that they can network later on in life. I'm calling a call to action to that. So if you've got his information, let him know that he's going to be added on Twitter and everything else about this fucking conversation. Because that's real. No, 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 no. That's a responsibility because he knows, I know, you know, they know. That when you sit in those poker rooms, there's certain conversation and deals that are made. It's not just about the money. Because if it was just about the fucking money, then they would have created a league and let us do it. Just like they did football, basketball, any other sport, right? They'd own it. We'd play it. That'd be that. If it was just about the money. But it's not just about the money. That's why they treated Tiger Woods the way they treated him. Right? Phil Ivy, Phil Ivy is the is is the Tiger Woods of poker. Bingo. So so the fact that we're having this conversation is my point. Is that we have to hold each other accountable for reaching back, and we don't need to call each other names. We just need to say, brother, you need to reach back. Simple. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. So, and Mr. Ivy, bunch of, bunch of you have now yeah. been called to do your duty. <laughs> Do what's right. Do do what's right. Absolutely. The community is talking. It's not just me. Few of my guests on my podcast are the same thing. Yeah, and and Uh, so I do. Go ahead, sir. I was going to say I do. This is the reason why I didn't want to bring up the liveies, but I do want to shout out uh, somebody that is helping me. Um, Her name is Sarah Mitchell, and she's a grant writer. She's been helping out a bunch of people. so we'll see what she can do for me. Isn't that how it works, though? The black woman's always coming through to help our ass out. And yeah. this is why we got to do a better job protecting and taking care of her. So let's shout her name out one more time. Sarah Mitchell. She goes by the uh, Divide and Queen or Dividend Queen. I think it's Dividend Queen. Well, we're going to shout you out. We're going to put uh, your information in the uh, bio because that's very, very important. There's always a counterbalance. So both of those people, we want to thank Mr. Phil Ivey and Ms. Uh, Dividend Queen or Divine Queen. We will yep. figure that out here in a second. Both of you guys, thank you for your yep. contribution. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, not Phil Ivey. We were calling Phil Ivey out, right? We yeah, but we still food. want to thank him for, for breaking that barrier. But he just got to do yeah. more. That's all. Yeah. We're not, you yeah. know, we're not yeah. taking away what he did. You just got to do motherfucking yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, that's that's each one teach one. That's community uh, holding itself accountable. We got to be okay with yeah. that. We got to be okay with that. Wow. So you got to, man, I think, see, okay. So everybody out there who's playing cards, shaking dice, which I personally love to do, um, and any of the other things that we look at as gambling, I want you to hear how this brother just straight up told you from the rip. There's math involved. There's math involved. If you want to make money, know there's going to be math involved. And we ain't talking one, two, three. We ain't talking four, five, six, and we ain't talking uh, threes and sevens. We're talking real math. No, it's it's really not that bad. It is just, it's kind of counting like, you know, add just simple addition and simple subtracting. I mean, you just, you really just kind of, so when you learn poker, when you actually sit down and try to start studying, there's a, uh, in Texas Hold'em at least, there's this chart called a pre-flop hand chart. And it, it shows you all the, it basically has all the combinations of hands mm-hmm. that, that, you can, that you can play. And people use this chart to do different basic math and it's kind of hard to explain. But So you do realize that when you chart, say... Basic math. You're a civil engineer, right? I mean, that's yeah, not that's really not missing is. you though, right? I mean, because I'm just am, am I the only person that's on this fucking line? Like, if you say simple math one more time with so a goddamn civil engineering degree, we're gonna have a problem. I'll explain exactly. I'm gonna explain it easy for you, right? So with with a standard deck of cards, right? There's 52 cards in it, but uh, so there's so one hand, right, is a ace king right right so we know that ace king based on ace king or you will do it even more simpler pocket aces two aces so the uh, combinations the, the way you can get pocket aces the amount of combinations you get pocket aces is ace of clubs ace of hearts ace of clubs ace of diamonds ace of clubs ace of, and there's only like a certain amount of combinations of that. so there's eight combinations of that mm-hmm. and so you'll know as 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 you study this chart there's usually only like eight combinations of this card or 16 combinations of this card. And so as you're playing poker, now you know that that person can only have that eight combinations of something that could beat you, if that makes sense. Absolutely. 16 combinations of something that could beat you. So it's not that difficult. Then you know, like, if there's, you know, half the deck is gone, so out of those eight combinations, if there's half the deck is gone, it's 52, so it's 26 left. So it's just eight divided by twenty six, whatever that percent. Right, is. but 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 you're saying do all that without a civil engineering degree, with a couple <laughs> drinks in me, and and this chick got a fat old ass to just walk by. So I'm just letting you know that that might be a little harder for some of our guests. But but okay. I can break it down even even simpler terms, y'all. You know how when you get down, you and your four cousins down some last two Uno cards, and you remember what color your cousin had got. And what color your cousin don't got? You choose the color your cousin don't got to lay down next, so they got to pick up a car. It's real fucking simple, exactly. Right, exactly. but you got to be able to take that. Excuse me, you got to be able to take that from when we eight years old playing, staying up late at grandma's house, 
to now doing that shit in real life at a, a gambling establishment without cheating. Right? Yeah. That that's what we're basically exactly. trying to say out here. So the fact that this exactly. man did that at a casino with a hundred dollar satellite ticket and made a hundred racks in less than a year, yeah, that's that don't 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 down talk the math to me, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. I feel you. Now I know you probably got some uh some stipulations. You're not counting cards. I understand that, but it ain't just one, two, three. Now stop it, because you couldn't explain it to me one, two, three the way I just explained to Uno. Yeah. Okay. True. True. Okay. All right. So smart brother <laughs> picked up a side hustle, which some people call gambling, which actually took some skill, some cultivating, some networking. Some being patient, some taking a risk, right? And follow through. And then you went out and you figured out that the online shit is, is a, is a scam, right? Cause there's all types of nefarious things going on. Fine. And now you've tapered down the vision and nailed it down to what you want to do, which is building the community, doing the brand as far as the clothing and the podcast. And being a better steward for the next generation of black and brown poker players. Am I getting this right? Perfect. Hundred percent. Well then there you go. I think I think we all learned something today, sir. Tony G. The G stands for gamble. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell us, Tony, give the people your socials and all this other fun stuff again. So they know yeah, where to man, contact so you, you and get your fun uh, stuff. Yeah, man. So you can find all the merch at gearofgamble.com. Got a bunch of new designs. And we're actually doing a giveaway right now. So you can you go on to gearofgamble.com and just click on that front banner. We're giving away a $150 package. It's like hoodies, hats. So it'll be a hoodie, a hat, car protectors, and T-shirts, a bunch of nice. stuff. We're giving away two packages. So that's for free. So check that out. And then follow us on the socials, Poker Ain't Life and Gear of Gamble on Instagram. And we're also on YouTube and our, our podcast is on Anchor as well. So uh, Anchor and Spotify. I'm doing so much, man. I, gotta, I, gotta I know. It's awesome. Isn't it a beautiful world? We can put all this stuff out anywhere you want. Yeah. Man. And so also, just my last question, is there any games that people can watch you, support you? What do you need from us as a community? Um, just follow the podcast and, uh, check. Yeah, just follow the podcast. We're going to be, uh, we're building the team. So actually in the short three months that we've, uh, already started the podcast, we've already like built a kind of a small community. And a bunch of us will be going up to New York in, uh, mid March for a big poker tournament. So we're going to capture all that. Hopefully I'm a photographer out there, you know, capturing it all. Really? Um, that's, that should be a big weekend. Yeah, we're going to get a bunch of interviews and be playing a bunch of poker, and hopefully I can win some big money out there. First Hell place, yeah. that's where we'll probably, first place will probably take, and that's where it's a $400 buy-in, and first place will probably take around, I'd say $300,000. Okay, so you're going to get somewhere in the top 10. I'm not worried about it. Okay. I'm not worried about it. I think I think you're gonna you're gonna wait, and I think you're gonna bump into my friend uh, Mr. Phil Ivy and have a conversation with him also. Nah, that's that's small league for him. But I, I hope I, I hope I do run into him one day. The yeah. plan is to make it out to Vegas, and uh, plan is to make it out to Vegas for the the real big tournament. When is that? The World Series of Poker. 
that's it. I'm the man. All right. Well, so. you hear that, y'all. Uh, keep a lookout for Mr. Tony G. And uh, support everything he's got going over there and all his socials he gave you. And uh, yeah, let's keep our minds open on what it uh, what it is to be black and an investor and be great in this uh, world. There's so many different avenues. Let's not uh, limit ourselves to uh, one thing. I didn't even know this existed. So this is great, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you uh, having me on. Yeah, same with you. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, um, I think Daddy should make a lot of money so we can have more properties and make way more money than we're supposed to because I think making money means that we can that we can expand more of our properties and then we can make more money by having um, better properties.